Welcome to the Do Hard Things podcast with your host, Jay Teagues. Are you ready to amplify and improve your life? Then you're in the right place. On this podcast, we have unfiltered conversations with inspiring people who take on challenges and are here to share with us their wisdom from their journey. We talk about how doing hard things enable all of us to adequately deal with life struggles and challenges and to ultimately improve the quality of our lives. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Do Hard Things podcast. In this episode, you're going to hear a candid interview conducted on the Graduate Warriors radio program here locally on 97.9 FM KFBD. The Graduate Warriors was founded and led by Wileen Becker and Dr. Charles Quinn, who are both veterans. And the mission of the organization is to help military veterans by sharing valuable information to combat suicides by veterans that are dealing with PTSD. And so their goal is to reach individuals and provide hope, education, and materials to seek assistance from appropriate resources. They were kind enough to extend an invite to me. And in this episode, we talk about enduring happiness. Happiness is something that we all seek, but how do you get to that deeper level of happiness that is enduring? And uh, we talk about some tips and techniques and the importance of seeking happiness because ultimately, you know, those that take their own lives, they get to a point in their life where they've lost all hope. It's having this deep pain that they can't seem to get rid of, and and there's no hope for the future. So, and and this just doesn't apply specifically to veterans. This can be to anyone because PTSD is not, yes, it's very common in the veteran community. However, there's so many people out there that have had traumatic events in their life. And so, you know, being able to unpack that and find enduring happiness is incredibly important to living a fulfilled and, and life of purpose. So I hope that you uh, you enjoy this episode. I would love to hear your feedback. Uh, please leave a review. And if this message resonates with you or you think that someone needs to hear it, please please share. Because that's ultimately the mission here is to spread some positivity and, and, and help others that, that, uh, that need the help. So thanks for tuning in. And now to the interview. And good morning. Welcome into the Graduate Warriors program for this week. I have in the studio with me, Wileen Becker. Good morning, Gary. Also, I have Charles Quinn. Good morning, Gary. <laughs> and we have Captain Jay Teagues from Fort Wood back with us once again. Hey, good morning, Gary. Chris All right. And we're going to talk about what? Today, I want to talk about enduring happiness, not just happiness in the moment, but how do we sustain enduring happiness? And you are the picture of happiness today, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> smiles and all, all that. The time, all the time. But I tell you, it, it, it's a struggle, though. It's not every day because, like, uh, you know, I had some moments over the weekend, and then you know, it every day. It, it takes effort, right, to maintain tell, happiness. Tell us about this weekend. <laughs> uh, well, I ran a half marathon, and it was a little miserable while I was actually running it. And I, afterwards, I didn't feel so well. And I had some other issues come up that uh, mm-hmm. just kind of sapped my joy a little bit, some problems, because we mm-hmm. all have problems, right? So, But it, maintaining happiness or seeking happiness has been uh, – I've spent a lot of I, – I, I, I find that a lot of my life has – I've had segments of unhappiness and discontentment. So I've really become a student of happiness and seeking happiness. But just know that it's something that we all try to pursue. And uh, it's something that we all want, but it takes work and effort. All right. So you uh, kind of uh, enjoy running. 
that's one source of happiness for you. Yeah, definitely. Other people go the other way and <laughs> reach for food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's being modest. He, he won um he won a placement in his competition and he won like several medals. I, I did, yeah. It's a good challenge here in town. The, the Frog Hill Half Marathon that mm-hmm. uh, that Melissa Martinez puts on is an excellent event. It's very challenging because of the hill, and uh, they, they do uh, the five k the night before. Then the next day they got a ten k option and the half marathon option. Now I usually run the ten k because it's a little easier and it's downhill and flat. But the half marathon here is a beast with the hill. For those that survive the ten k, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's training for. I am. I'm doing a hundred miler next uh, next month. Oh, that's right. You yeah, it's coming told up. Us about that earlier. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm honest. I, I, I'm a little nervous about it, but we're gonna we're gonna pull through and make it happen. All right. Do hard things. Very good. So you struggle at times to find happiness, like all of us in this room and most yeah. people who are listening out there. Yeah, especially with. Uh, uh, 2020 being a banner, banner year wherever there's a lot of uncertainty, there's a lot of divisiveness, there's a lot of uh, just angst. Uh, I find that there's a lot of people that just are struggling with, with happiness. And it's easy to find happiness in temporary happiness, like in the moment happiness. You know, you can go down to a steakhouse, get a nice ribeye and a beer. I'm happy in the moment, but then you leave and then you're like, okay, all my problems are back again. So how do we develop enduring happiness? And what I what I want to tell people is that you, you have to be you have to compartmentalize that happiness is in three time zones of, of your life. You've got the past, the present, and the future. And a lot of people have had traumatic experiences, especially in the veteran community. Uh, they've had traumatic experiences in their past that they're having difficulties overcoming. And if you cannot bless and release the negative things that have happened to you, you don't have to accept what has happened to you. But you have to come to grips with it and move on from that because you'll never find happiness in the present and the future if you don't. And that might require seeking, uh, you know, some, some therapy from a counselor. Uh, but we have all had traumatic things that we've had to overcome of some type, some worse than others. But until you handle that, you can't find happiness in the, in the present and future. Happiness can only be found in the present moment. So being happy and content with right now has to be something that you put in the forefront front of your of your mind. And the way you do that is by by gratitude, uh appreciation, uh finding joy in the in the the daily tasks that you have to do, finding more joyous opportunities, being more connected. Like right now, I'll be honest, some of the work that I'm doing at my current job, I, you know, I'm I'm working in an S shop where I'm doing orders and operators. It's not the most enjoying, fulfilling type of work, but it is important. And how do I find joy in that? Well, connecting with my coworkers, even though that it's not my favorite type of work, knowing that my work has meaning and impact, that it's going to affect someone else. I need to do the best job that I can so I can make life easier for someone else. Um, I have to keep that in the forefront of my mind. Um, and then having optimism for the future. So happiness in the future, people that tend to be depressed. They don't, they've lost hope in the future. So happy people are optimistic about the future. The happiest people are not only optimistic, they're enthusiastic about the future. Mm. And some things that have helped me become enthusiastic about the future is having an event that I'm looking forward to. Like maybe it's a vacation, maybe it's a wedding, maybe it's a, some type of training event. 
Um, you know, we were kind of joking about this 100 mile. This is an event I've been kind of looking forward to because it's a bucket list item, although I'm nervous about it. It's something I'm looking forward to. So as I'm going through my day and I'm, you know, doing something that I'm not having fun with, I'm thinking about this, this future event. Or I just went to Colorado a couple weeks ago. So having, having that to look forward to for a period of a couple months and having this awesome vacation, um, gave me a lot of happiness. And, um, happy people tend to have experiences, um, and that's why people love vacation so much because it's always a time where you can kind of go back and have a nostalgic moment with like, you remember this time that you had a lot of fun. So finding experiences and joy in those types of things are clearly important to finding to maintaining enduring happiness. I think that I'm noticing something that you said there that a lot of people find happiness in looking forward to some event that they, they want to are going to participate in. Yes. Because I used to find more fun in anticipating that event than Absolutely. actually doing it. You know, when the time came to do it, it was more fun to anticipate it uh, and count down the days, you know. Absolutely. Before the event. Absolutely. I always try to have a vacation or something planned in the future so I have something to look forward to. And I think as soon as that, whenever you've completed a vacation, you should already be planning like the next one or the next experience of, of some kind. Whatever it is that brings you joy. Mm-hmm. Charles is hiding behind the computer screen, so I can't see him, but I, I'm sure he's got a comment here. And let's bring him into the conversation. And, no, I, I totally agree with what's been said, because sometimes we can, you know, Gary, our, our brain is a pharmacist. And in that in that process, it has the abilities to kind of, you know, dump those uh, feel good endorphins or some type of other types of chemicals in our body. So finding that happiness you can train your brain to to look for those happy moments because if not, you can also train your brain to, to focus on the negative. So you can have a great day and everything can be going well and your brain has been trained to focus on the negative. So finding those happy moments and staying in those happy moments as much as possible, you begin to train your brain to look for those joyous times, even when things are not going well sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I think that's definitely very important. Definitely. A lot of people um, just kind of try to get along and all that, but I, I think many times that if your thoughts are not toward happy things, then the opposite is going to creep into them. Definitely, you're going to be Definitely. sad. It's not, you know, a neutral thing where you you just kind of and, and you've get got along. A- you, it's you're either happy or you're going to be sad. And you got to be uh, present in the moment. Like, are you spending your time arguing on the internet about politics right now, or the media sensationalizing some event? <laughs> That's going on. <laughs> because are you finding true joy in that? No. What is the outcome of that? Like, really turn down the volume on that. And and you, we've got to become disciplined. You know, all of that stuff is designed to draw us in, and it's making us more divisive. It's mm-hmm. making us more unhappy. So, and that, it's hard because these little devices are very addictive, right? And that's so true because if you're not finding, uh, if you're having some, some situations and if you're not finding solutions, we have been prone to find blame. Yes. So when you have a situation, really, you cannot control, you're really not finding that solution. So automatically you begin to kind of point fingers and look for blame. And that's what's been happening. You've been, there's been a, bl- a lot of blame going on because we, we're looking at situations that we're not finding solutions to. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so stay in those happy moments as much as possible. And I love the fact where we talked about turning it down, turn that stuff down sometimes. You know? mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I think that's really important what you both hit on. I think it's it's important to also what you spoke of earlier, being present in the moment. Yeah. And yeah. how do you do that? You stay in the moment and mm-hmm. find some of the things. And one of the techniques is whenever you find yourself going down that negative path, take mm-hmm. it on pause mm-hmm. and think of five happy thoughts, five things that make you um, joy, you know, mm-hmm. that will ignite that chemical in the brain to produce happy ha- happy thoughts right mm-hmm. so in that process the brain has plasticity so what what does that do it actually rewires how the brain thinks so train your brain would that be accurate mm-hmm. to say Definitely. one thing when i when i'm uh coaching people in, in, in my groups in my one-on-one coaching um i ask people like rate yourself on a scale of one to ten what your happiness level is Mm. And uh, there, there's a study that, that was out that, that has done this. And, you know, a 10 is like the happiest moment of your life. It's your wedding day. It's the birth of your child. Just know that happiness isn't always going to be a 10 on a daily basis. But what is acceptable to you? And if you can, on a scale of 1 to 10, be at about a 7, that's about average for most people. Mm-hmm. And you're going to find little bits of happiness that might bump you up to an 8 or 9. You're going to find moments in your life that are going to bump you down to 3 or 4. But by having that scale and being conscious of that 1 to 10 scale, you know, if you're at a 7, you're doing pretty, pretty doggone good. And uh, 10 is reserved for those happiest moments. But if you're at a five, like what, what are some things that you need to tweak in your day to day to get you to a six, to a seven? What can we do to bump you up a notch or two? And even me, sometimes I find myself like, you know, uh, I'm just frustrated with my kids. Something happened at work and I get angry. I just got cut off. And it's like, I'm at a two right now. Okay. What do I need to do to get to a, just bump it up a couple notches? Okay. Maybe a good podcast. Maybe go for a run. Uh, maybe, you know. Go eat, this, go eat that steak and get that beer. Bump, bump me up a couple, then I'll work from there. You know, but but being in, on that scale of one to ten is a helpful tool. I wanted to take a quick break and invite you to an exclusive community I host called The Forge. One of my favorite proverbs is, "As iron sharpens iron, so one man does another." The Forge is a mastermind, a community of men and women who are invested in their personal growth and development. They want to improve themselves to be better husbands, to be better wives, to be better parents to their kids to add value to their team and lead better at work, and to add more value into their community. In The Forge, I teach principles and habits of the world's highest achievers and performers. And as a group, we identify goals, develop strategies to achieve them, and hold one another accountable. We focus on improving our health, our wellness, our wealth, our relationships, and living in alignment with our purpose. We work together to focus on what truly matters and have a place where we can discuss difficult topics about life. If you're interested in learning more, go on over to www.jteags.com forward slash community, where you can learn more about The Forge. You can learn more about my one-on-one coaching experience, sign up for the newsletter, and check out the blog while you're at it. Now back to the show. So it sounds like you live your life intentionally. I definitely try to, but it's a struggle. It's a struggle. It takes daily conscious effort. And uh, people that have known me a long time, I've had periods of, of where I'm unhappy and I do have unhappy days, but being aware of that and trying to be intentional is work for everyone. Um, You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm in a group of like, you know, studying life coaching and things of that nature and and everyone struggles. I don't care who you are. Everyone struggles. Even the people that are trying to, we're sitting here talking about happiness. I'm not a happiness guru, but I am studying it to make my own life happier and to help other people become happier, but just know it's work for everyone. Mm -hmm. Well, you mentioned doing a job where uh, I don't know how, to portray it, but you don't particularly yeah like to do the 
the things that you It's do. not the most joyous work okay. that I've done. <laughs> I didn't want to define it for you. I didn't remember exactly what you said. But, I mean, there is a sort of happiness, no matter what job a person is, yeah. In if you do that job, do it well. Yeah. Yes. Know you've done it well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, you have to feel a sense of accomplishment yes. uh, from doing it, which leads a bit to you know happiness or at least satisfaction. Yes. Yeah. And well said. You got to find those things in that. Just honor the struggle of the day to day tasks. A lot of things are going to be mundane. Uh, but what is the big picture? How you're probably doing work that's going to benefit someone. So finding the the positive in that work, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, in the military, we we all have jobs. Your jobs kind of ebb and flow, and this is one of those developmental jobs, and it's important. But like I said, I, I prefer instructing and, and a different type of work, and. You know, um, all of us in the veteran community have had jobs where it kind of ebbs and flows, but uh, you just got to find the positive in it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Hunt the good stuff. All right. Right. Anybody <laughs> else with anything <laughs> more on this? Do hard things. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and when when you talk about, you know, the timeline, you know, it's so very important that we don't put our happiness on the other side of success. Because many times when you do that, your success moves or that goal moves and then you're still waiting to be happy when I meet that goal and then that goal move again. I'm waiting to be happy Mm -hmm. when I meet that goal. So your goal continue to move. And if that's your happiness is on the other side of that goal, you're never going to reach that moment where you're really truly happy and fulfilled and have that enjoyment. So the happiness has to be in the midst of the goal and not on the other side of the index of the goal. And when you do that, I mean, you're enjoying every moment. You're savoring every flavor, and you're enjoying those times. So, yeah, that's I love that timeline. Definitely. That was brought to my attention not too long ago that we in the military community are very task-oriented, and uh, we achieve a lot of things. We get a lot of things done. But we don't always stop and take a moment to have reverence for our accomplishment. Mm, it's wow. like, okay, we're on to the next yes. thing. Yeah, yeah. So you got to stop and, and, and take a moment to, uh, to celebrate. Yes. I got a new planner that I use, the law of attraction planner, and it talks about your goals. And what I like about it is specifically in the box is, okay, once you achieve that goal, how are you going to celebrate that? You don't have to go out and have a big party, but maybe it's just taking 10 minutes and just, you know, reveling in it and just kind of maybe conducting an after action review on it. Um, but, we oftentimes, I have found that I have done a lot of things, task-oriented things, where it didn't bring me joy because, one, I didn't take the time to have reverence for it. Mm-hmm. But I was doing it thinking I was going to find happiness in doing that. And so there's a sign at my friend's house that says, climb all the mountains. And I'm like, I used to like that sign, but I'm like, there's a lot of mountains in my life that I didn't <laughs> need to climb. So I say climb the right mountains and slowing things down so and true. finding the things that bring you joy and that are going to truly move the needle in your life. Don't climb all the mountains. Climb the right Love mountains. <laughs> There's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline phone number at 1-800-273-8255, or you can text 838-255. There's a warm line in Jefferson City at 1-800-374-2138. There's the home- Homeless Veteran Hotline at 1-877-424-3838. There's a VA Columbia Behavioral Health Green Team at 573-814-6486 in Missouri, Department of Mental Health at 573-751-4122. Fort Leonard Wood has an excellent mental health facility and always contact your local mental health resources. Well, I hope it helps because every day for me is a, is, is a struggle as I try to find contentment and happiness and seek it. I'm like, you know, I'm going to become a student of this so I can have this enduring happiness because life hasn't always been happy. 
and uh, there are a lot of people struggling, especially mm-hmm. now this year. It's just been rough for a lot of people. And well, people are in control of their happiness. Is yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. We we're all in control. We we have the ability to do it, but it's difficult. But there are events that you yeah. know are out of our control that yeah. that intervene. Yeah, I love that. I love your timeline. It's, yeah, I'm gonna use it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to compartmentalize it. If you're not content in those three areas, then you're not going to have that enduring happiness. Gary, if I may uh, quote a quote that comes from uh, uh, a famous um, inventor, the, the quote goes, you know, finish each day and be done with it. You have done what you could. You know, some blunders, you know, some uncertainties may creep in. Forget them as soon as you can. Tomorrow is a new day. You should begin in serene serenity and with too high of a spirit to be encompassed by the old nonsense. So basically what they're saying is when you when the day is done, you finish that day. You move on. You made some mistakes. Of course you did. But of course, tomorrow is a new day. So grab that day and enjoy that day. And then when you do that, you know, feel about the nonsense. Don't live in regret. You move forward and you enjoy every moment in life that you can. Love it. Definitely. Absolutely. All right. Our Graduate Warriors program for this week with Wileen Becker and Charles Quinn. Special guest. We have to say special guest. Yes. It's Captain <laughs> Jay Teagues, and we appreciate your being. No, thank you. Thank you. Honored to be here. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and share. I would also love to know your thoughts and opinions. You can connect and follow me at JTeagues on Instagram and Facebook. If you want to join our free 75 Heart community, go on over to www.jteagues.com forward slash 75 Heart. We'll get you connected with other like-minded people who are doing hard things and on the path to developing mental toughness. Also, please take a moment leave a review on iTunes. This will help us get those hard-to-reach guests as we build the community. If you want to level up and take the next step on the rung of personal development, check out The Forge, an exclusive community dedicated to personal growth and development. You can go to www.jteags.com forward slash community to learn more about it. Thank you for listening, and in the meantime, do hard things. Do hard things.